how can you make things right when if you don't admit to what's wrong? And the first word is admit. You got to admit. You got to say, okay. And it, again, it's what I'm going to say if I'm not myself, because we tend to like, you know, when it's stuff going all around, we look at everybody else or all the situations. But it's up to us. If we're the ones that see it, we're also the ones that need to see what we need to do for ourselves or within ourselves to change, what's that word? The narrative mm-hmm. of what's going on around us. So Again, how can you make things right if you won't or can't admit what's wrong? Welcome to Black Added, the next adventures with Gail and Tia. I am Tia Price. And I'm Gail Brown. Hey, Tia, how you doing? You know, Gail, I had a (laughs) very, very (laughs) stressful week. Really? As you know, I work in HR and there was a number of deadlines that were missed this week and people just were up in arms. I had people calling me constantly because we're about to pay out bonuses and salary increases. And you know how excited people get for that Mm -hmm. each year. So it was a lot. I was up all night. It was terrible, but it got done. It Mm -hmm. got done. Okay. What about you? It's been stressful. My coordinator quit this week. (laughs) What other person is on maternity leave? And, you know, I'm just envisioning doing the work of three by myself, but not for too long. But, you know, it's a little stressful. I'm happy for her. She's great. But I'm like, oh, I'm going to miss her so much. So I get, you know, stressed out, too. And I've tried to find a way to, like, decompress. Decompress. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to, like stop work. We both work from home and we have to intentionally stop working. So, you know, Friday, I just said, that's it. I'm shutting down, not looking at email. And I meditated for a little while. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you're getting me thinking because I'm constantly sitting all the time. You're right. Mm -hmm. I'm at work. I think I was sitting straight for maybe eight, nine hours, just typing, trying to get all of this stuff done. And I read an article recently that talked about sitting is the new smoking. Mm. Mm -hmm. So we've got to figure out how to stop the stress. Yeah. My hairdresser had an epiphany about managing stress and self-care. And yeah, and that's why I'm so glad we have her on as a guest today. So let me introduce the marvelous, the wonderful Nikia Liggins. Nikki, as I call her. (laughs) She owns and operates Nikki's Place Salon in Laurel, Maryland. She is wonderful and beautiful. And Nikki, we're so glad you're here today. Welcome. Oh, thank Thank you, you. Gail. Thank you, Tia. (laughs) Thank you for being here. so happy to be here. We're glad to have I you. I love this podcast. I love this podcast. It's so real. And while y'all were just talking, I'm like, oh, I want to get in. I want to come in. <laughs> but yeah, I, I know. So thank you. Yeah, yes. Self-care management. But yes, thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you, Nikki. So look, let's just jump right on in. Okay. Self-care. I came for an appointment one day and we were talking And you were saying that, you know, it's been difficult with COVID and working at the shop, you know, the restrictions that you had to put in place. You have, you know, three different suites at Salon Plaza, 
But due to COVID, you were only able to have one client in at a time. So I'm sure that was just stressful in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right in the beginning, when we came back, the rules were it was one person to one stylist. And I had three suites. And my suites were based on how big my, you can tell I had a nice size clientele. Mm-hmm. So imagine one client to me. And that was difficult. And not to mention like the stress you were going through because, you know, for those of you who don't know, Nikki treats her clients like family. Mm-hmm. We come in, we have a good time. Mm-hmm. It's a relaxed mm-hmm. atmosphere, mm-hmm. but I'm sure you were like listening to everybody, you know, yeah. talk about how they're stressful and losing yeah. people and people are getting sick and that weighed yeah. on you as well. Yeah. It was like everybody came back. It was like uh, almost like a family reunion one mm-hmm. by one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so from one client and I'm used to working with multiple women at one time. That's why I had an assistant. And that was, I think that was one of the worst parts is having to lose her and let her go because I'm only allowed to do one client at a time. So I can't use an assistant. So it was very, very difficult. And you're hearing every time someone walked through the door, you're hearing everything they went through during COVID. So it became, it was a lot. But you have to just shut it off because, again, I don't call my salon just a salon. It's a ministry to me. When I got into it, it was all about me working with women because I was that woman. And you just have to turn it off. It's like you got to just fake it. And it is all about her. And you put yourself aside and you do. And you just go forward, make her feel better because she's in there to relax, feel good. And that's through her hair. And that's what I did. And it was a lot. It was some praying. It was some crying. It was, it was some, but we, we made it through and we're still getting through it, you know, but I think as long as I just focus, we, like I said, it is a family atmosphere. So as much as I'm giving, my clients give to me too. I mean, I've met some great, awesome women that have helped me through a lot. Well, one of the things, you know, I didn't realize about the pandemic and I can imagine mm-hmm. so is how much I actually missed my hairdresser. I just stopped going and my hairdresser who's different, but <laughs> I have a really personal relationship with her and mm-hmm. tell her mm-hmm. everything. So I can mm-hmm. see what you're saying there where people are coming in telling you things they may not even tell their own family. You know, they're mm-hmm. telling you things, you're hearing things mm-hmm. and it could be overwhelming to hear story after story, after sadness, mm-hmm. after sadness, mm-hmm. going through that experience. And then not to mention some, you know, financial implications, as you were saying, having to let your staff go. Mm -hmm. So that's really, really upsetting. So it seemed as though, you know, when we were talking a little earlier, with all this going on, you realize this was really weighing on you. All of this experience was taking you to a place that just wasn't happy. Yes. So what did you do? What was like the first thing you did when you realized this was going on? So first I recognized it. You know, at first you're, you know, you, you're happy to be back. You're happy to, to be able to be back <laughs> mm-hmm. and to do what you love to do. But then, and it's all like I kind of forgot, like, okay, we got through, are we going back to work? But then hearing that. So I just noticed lately with myself when I was done at work, I would literally be like, so drained. Mm-hmm. And I used to just be, when I'm getting ready to go into my place, 
I would just feel just really drained mm-hmm. and sad. And I just started to recognize it. So I saw a pattern. Mm-hmm. So I pay attention to myself. I do study myself. And when I see myself doing certain things, either I'm going to let it keep going or I'm going to do something about it. So if it's right. affecting my work and if it's affecting me and my family, I have to do something about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was not easy, though. It wasn't easy. So the first thing I did was I recognized, wait a minute, why every time when you leave work, you don't even want to go out? I mean, we couldn't go out, but you didn't even want to, you didn't want to be bothered. I wanted to go get something to eat. Sometimes I didn't eat and I just went home and I got in the bed and went to sleep and woke up and did it all over again. And that was just my lifestyle for a minute. And I was like, something isn't right. So I had to figure out some things to do to get through. And one of the things, secondly, I said, okay, well, prayer is always a big deal. Journaling. So I believe in God and I believe in his word and his word has, it's like a book of encouragement. Mm -hmm. So if I'm dealing with sadness, if I'm dealing with grief, that time I was dealing with where's the money going to come from, how I'm going to pay my um, rent or different things. I would just go to the word, go to the Bible and figure out um, and just start repeating stuff, right. writing down stuff. And even in the midst of sadness, I remember just to still thank God, because if he's got me through things that, you know, were, I mean, nothing like the pandemic, but there's all types of stuff. I got through it right. through his word. And then there were other things, physical that's, things. Mm-hmm. That's when you discovered yoga, right? That's when I discovered yoga. And one day I was leaving to go to a shop and I recognized a studio and I was like, oh my God, this is right down. This is right where I live at. And Mm -hmm. that's what I did. I went and I took a yoga class, started with one. Mm -hmm. And when I say amazing, it's just like what you said in the beginning, Gail, when you, you know, you noticed everything was stressful. So you said, okay, wait a minute. And you stopped, threw everything down. I'm not taking any emails. So what I did was that was one way of recognizing. I said, okay, let me go at this. And Mm -hmm. it was amazing. What did you learn about yourself from the yoga experience? I know you had an interaction with a a teacher there. What did Mm -hmm. you learn from that experience as you were going through it? Well, so I learned self-care and Mm. not just self-care. Like, you know, let me just do some things that'll make me happy. No, she said you needed a, I needed a self-care routine. Mm. So what she did, she just kind of explained it. And one question she did, as she said, well, what are the things that you do for yourself that mm-hmm. feeds you and where you are in life? Because we're all in different places, right? Right. And I had to sit there and think, and I was like, well, I like to go get my nails done and you know, if I have a few extra, I'll go shopping if I can, but I love my nails. She's like, no. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so that's just, you know, going and, you know, doing something you like, but what feeds you. And so she explained what a routine is, meaning I had to literally take, uh, make a routine where I take some time, whether it be once a day, a certain time of the day, but make it a routine where I'm doing something that only takes care of me on the outside but the inside. So tell us about your routine. What is your routine? So again, my motto last year was take one day at a time. Mm. And 
the yoga told me how to just be patient and literally just relax. Take mm-hmm. one, and I'm one that's always if I see something or something, I gotta just just go get it right. No, sometimes you're not supposed to get it right now. Just chill and mm-hmm. take it slow. So I learned that, and so one of my routines is yoga. So I go to their well. I go to a actual individual class. Mm-hmm. And it just feeds my inner man. I take that once a month. I do therapy every other week. Mm-hmm. I go to a place that because I'm a hairstylist, I'm always on my feet. I'm always moving. I'm always bending. Um, I go to this place where they stretch you. And it's mm. a holistic way of stretching you. And what it does and what he says, it just gets the blood to flowing in places that maybe it's not flowing like it should. And when I say I'm like a new person, every time I leave, I love it. So that's a routine. I do that twice a month now. Can we talk a little bit about that stretching experience? So Mm -hmm. is this you in a class and you're told to kind of stretch or is someone, is it a machine or someone stretching you? How does it work? Honey, it's someone stretching you. (laughs) (laughs) All you have, all you (laughs) (laughs) All you have to do is lay there and be open to receiving what they're going to do with you. And what they do is when you're in the beginning, they analyze you first. So they're going to have you stand against the wall and they can look at you and see where maybe you're leaning to the left or maybe something doesn't look alive. They'll ask you to move a certain part or bend forward and they can kind of see where they, you know, what may be going on. And then of course you tell them, maybe where you hold a lot of tension or, you know, where you're tight or you can't bend over. And then they say you, okay, lay on the table. And then that's it. <laughs> and when I say amazing, amazing, like I'll give you an example real quick is when I, mm-hmm. uh, the last session I had ever since then, I've been able to just jump out of the bed. Usually I'm kind of tight or achy. I can't mm-hmm. just get out of bed. It's been an amazing experience. I recommend anybody to get stretched. Maybe I need to go. That'll help me with my knees. Oh yeah. Gail. You were you. saying you were having trouble with your knees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it recently like suddenly or just out of the blue? Yeah. The other day it felt like my knee literally popped out of the socket. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, That's a little um, bit much. I don't know. Right? It might be, you might not want to stretch that, but um, it's already out. Yeah. It seemed yeah. like um, I went one way, but my knee stayed yeah. in place. And I was like, wow, wow I, maybe I need to get this looked at. But wow. Nikki, so you felt a difference like the first time you went. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. That yeah. might have to be an adventure, Tia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. might have to be. Yeah, and, and so you do the stretching again mm-hmm. as part of your routine throughout the month yes. as well. Yes, that's part of my routine. And then one of my current routines is I go to a spa because mm. recently after having the stretching, I was like, this water or something would feel good before this or after this. Mm-hmm. So it could be either way. So I go to the spa and I have a membership where I can go as often as I want from Sunday to Thursday, up to two hours. And I go from a steam room to a gigantic, I wouldn't say gigantic, a hot tub that's the size of a small pool. There's a thing where you can 
submerge yourself in what they call the cold plunge. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I tried it for the first time recently because I was scared, but (laughs) I mean, amazing. They also have a salt room and then they have a pool that's hot. So this would be amazing, again, for someone like me, for nurses, teachers, anybody Mm -hmm. to release, to detox, relax. And it's all about you taking care of you, what's feeding you. And y'all, I'm telling you, you do these things for yourself and you will have clarity on things that you may not have clarity about. You will Mm. feel, you'll be able to make better decisions because you're at a relaxed and comfortable state mm-hmm. and you just be a better you. You'll yeah. be that mom that you just know you are, or maybe you've been slacking, but you'll, I mean, it's just amazing. So it has really helped me, um, not just as a person, but for my business too. Yeah. yeah. Well, tell us, you mentioned being a mom, mm-hmm. tell us how your routine also helped with your relationships <clears throat> and particularly the relationship with Ooh. your daughter. How has that <laughs> helped? Oh my goodness. But y'all, this is why I love, like I'm on this self-care. I'm so grateful, first of all, for the yoga studio telling me that because no one's ever told me that about you need a self-care routine. And let me be clear, you are different from me. So it's a self-care routine for me, maybe different from you, mm-hmm. for you. So you got to know what you need to be fed, what you need right now. So you got to figure out those things that will feed those things so you'll be a better you. So back to the question, how it helped me with my daughter and being a mom and a grandma. I think I'm a great mom and a a great grandma, but, you know, you don't always feel your best when Mm -hmm. you're stressed or out of sorts. So it has helped me, number one, with my daughter is to not take things personally because you know, we're girls, you know how we are. We can just, <laughs> yes, I've you been know, there. we literally, mm-hmm. yeah, they can say one thing. You'd be like, what did you say? Well, what does that mean? And da, 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 da. You, just, right. you know what I mean? It just goes left when it don't have to be. So when I start doing a self-care routine, I'm a little more calmer. You can even ask her. I'm calmer. <laughs> <laughs> I just let stuff roll off. Like she could say something, a granddaughter. I'm like, okay, all right. And yeah, this, it's not always. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, it's way better. Number one, it's- not take things personally mm-hmm. and just go about my business. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, you know, it is stressful and we love our kids. We love our daughters, but we see ourselves in our daughters and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we yeah. can understand it's not always easy but we understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know, what's interesting about that. Sometimes we see the good in us and sometimes we see those bad traits mm, <laughs> mirroring right. back to us. And then we get mm-hmm. frustrated really with us <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, because yes. we're seeing those things. Mm-hmm. But I think that's really a good point because if you are stressed from work and you're mm-hmm. not getting movement mm-hmm. and all of this, of course, you're going to be on edge. Of course, you're things are going to hit you a little bit differently. Right. Unless you took the time to develop this routine. So it's interesting. You said this is your routine, not necessarily everyone's routine, but what advice would you give to us to get started? One, the commitment to the routine. And then how do we even begin to build this routine in our lives? Okay. So remember what I said, my model last year was, one day at a time. That's number one. And I heard something the other day that I wanted to share, which was 
I heard something like, how can you make things right when you won't admit what's wrong? Mm. So self-care. Oh, the ding, with- ding, 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 <laughs> ding, the ding. Gail, you got your bell. Wait a minute. <laughs> say, say that again. How can you make things right? Say it again. How can you make things right? when if you don't admit to what's wrong and mm. the first word is admit you gotta admit you gotta say okay and then again it's let me say it for myself because we tend to like you know when it's stuff going all around we look at everybody else or all the situations but it's up to us if we're the ones that see it we're also the ones that need to see what we need to do for ourselves or within ourselves to change what's that word the narrative mm-hmm. of what's going on around us so again how can you make things right if you won't or can't admit what's wrong right and so i had to start with me and i had to change the narrative while everybody's doing there because i can't change people mm-hmm. so if i want to see a difference i got to start with me first and that's what i did so in my situation Again, I'm a salon owner. I'm a mother, grandmother. And really being a, a salon owner, you're a counselor. Right. So imagine, and I, I don't have a very active lifestyle. So that's my circle, right? So if I'm dealing with all that, I'm dealing with, you know, a lot of, I'm dealing with good and bad energy, you know, because everything is coming through here. So I have to learn how to put on a armor to just protect myself. And, you know, and to make sure that they're good. So the things that my self-care needed to be was I needed to work on my inner self, like where that's where I received the counseling because mm-hmm. I counsel people all day in a sense, yeah. in a sense. And then you got, I got a family where I may not always agree with things. And then I got a granddaughter. And then, you know, for me personally, let's be real. My ways are not my daughter's ways. Mm-hmm. So we're dealing with that. And then again, I'm trying to get back, you know, financially and everything from COVID. So the things that I had to work on was, again, me. So I started with, again, therapy and, again, movement. So I took chakra. I did womb Reiki and then the stretch off. And when I will say this, every even at, from the Sankofa to the stretch off, which the stretching place is a, it's a holistic way of doing things. So I've tried on both of their tapes. Yeah. When you do one movement, when they stretch you a certain way, you're releasing. So I recognize what's wrong with me or what I need to work with. And I sort out resources to feed me. Mm -hmm. So that's my routine. Mm -hmm. And that's all you have to do. Yeah. It sounds like then, as you said, take it one day at a time, try different things, see what really makes you feel the best and start to make sure you're doing that routinely, not once every six months or whenever it hits Mm -hmm. you, or I'm stressed Mm -hmm. on Monday, so I'm going to do something today. It should be Mm -hmm. constant, continuous feeding. Yeah. Like your routine, like you get up in the morning, what's the first thing you do? Uh, I don't know if you pray, then you get your coffee, then you do this and do you do that? It's a routine. So Mm -hmm. what is your self routine going to be? For you. Right. And so I make mine a daily one and I'm going to add on some other things now because, again, I'm taking it one step at a time. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to add on some other things that not only just feed me outward, but inwardly. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, when you start something new and you start seeing those results, we'll have to talk to you again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, hey, Nikki, you know, the stress mm-hmm. that we carry, it mm-hmm. has to affect other parts of us, particularly mm-hmm. our hair. Mm-hmm. You know, stress mm-hmm. can be damaging to our hair. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's funny. Um, you just brought that up. I actually had a client here yesterday and I mean, she was doing fine. She's actually mm-hmm. kind of new. And, you know, she's now, this would have been her, let's say, third appointment. And I'm about to comb out her hair. And I'm like, so her hair had just came out out of nowhere. Hmm. And she kind of knew. She was just sitting there waiting for me to even, like, recognize <laughs> it or whatever. That's what my clients do. They're just waiting to, like, if they've done something wrong, they'll just wait. They'll sit in the chair like, <laughs> she's going to say something. She's not going to say something. Well, I said, what? what happened and again she just talked about how she had been stressed and it just came out and so again as a stylist and a good stylist one who cares about that and that's someone who's just doing style you can always see what stress sometimes medication mm-hmm. but that's stressful having to take different medications mm-hmm. stressful but yes your hair yeah you have to so i'm glad you brought this up and make it real quick this is what we did. So she saw that. She, and I began to say, yeah, you can stress about something two weeks ago and it will come out. It may not come out right then and there, but give yourself watch within 14 days or so. You'll notice something just come out of nowhere. That's because mm-hmm. of whatever you were dealing with about two weeks ago mm-hmm. it has surfaced. Mm-hmm. And so she in my chair, this is literally what happened. She's sitting in my chair and I can see her just going off, going left in her thoughts, in her mind. And I had to just touch her on her soul and I said, breathe. You're doing it right now. You're stressed. All right, relax. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going to do. So I told her from self-care, I learned this one technique. When I see myself going left in my emotions or feeling a certain type of way, what I'll do is I'll cut on something that makes me laugh. Mm. And y'all, this is a choice. You have to do this. You're either going to do these things or you're going to sit and just continue to be stressed or wallow in whatever you're dealing with. You mm-hmm. got to pick one, but it's not going to be easy. It's a fight. Mm-hmm. But what do you want to do? You got to mm-hmm. live. So I said, look, this was, I told and this I explained that to her. So I cut on one of my favorite shows on TV that makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I don't have TV at home. I don't have cable. So I bought it on my YouTube channel. And so every time, if anything, I cut this thing on, I'm laughing. I cut it on immediately. Okay. As she's sitting there, I'm finishing up her hair. Demeanor changed. She stepped out of that dark cloud because she was going right in. And I felt it and mm-hmm. I saw her and she started laughing. I said, do you see what we did? So whenever you have those moments, whenever you're, you know, not feeling yourself, Turn on something that will divert that emotion to something positive, whether it's laughter or something that you enjoy doing. You might Mm -hmm. like numbers. And why don't you just cut on something or put a calculator in front of you and that'll make you just, you know what I mean? Whatever you need to do to divert Mm -hmm. your attention. And y'all, she was happy when she left, like, wow, I'm going to start doing it. And it, it works. And I learned that from taking care of me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because when you start doing those things or seeking those things out, things will, resources will come to you. Mm -hmm. 
that will need to feed you. Yeah. Just pay, pay attention. Mm-hmm. And no product can help that, right? No product can no, help no, the, or, or no. turn around the effects of stress. It's like a Tylenol. A product can mask it for a minute. It'll hold those strains together for a second. But as long as you continue to, because again, the majority of us, when we stress, it affects us through our hair. Other, it also can affect you in other parts of your body, but your hair is your number one teller. It tells on you. Mm. So the products can just, it's like Tylenol. Once the Tylenol wears off, you just had made a certain. Once that goes away, you're still in pain, right? Mm-hmm. That's because you haven't healed yet from the surgery. So until you're completely healed, you're still going to have those that pain. So the same thing. Yeah, you can have products to do this and that, but until you work on you. So it's back to what I said. I heard until how can you make what's right if you won't admit what's wrong? So the number one thing, ladies, I would say for self-care is admitting something isn't right. Mm or I'm not in a good place. Mm-hmm. And then you go from there. That's the first thing. Amen. Well, yes, mm-hmm. these have been wonderful tips. I tell you, this has given me a lot to think about because I don't have a self-care routine. I've never mm-hmm. had a self-care routine. Yeah. Like you said, I, might, don't. I think I even had the wrong definition because yeah, I go get my nails done. I'll say I'm self-care. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a pedicure. I'm doing some self-care. Mm-hmm but not something routinely and nor have I really mm-hmm. thought about what I need. So this has been really helpful to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I'm telling you, just try it. Make a routine. So ask yourself, what does Gail need? What does Tia need mm-hmm. mentally, internally, and physically? So find those, find, start off with three things. Nikki, how long have you been practicing a self-care routine? Let's see. I would say it started right before my birthday, June 29th, right Mm -hmm. before my birthday. It started. Was it easy? No. Mm -hmm. But I learned and because I'm used to going, going like like most of us, we don't have time to sit still and just do things to take care of us Mm -hmm. on a routinely basis. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we go get our nails done this, but we say we don't have time, but we actually do. We're the ones who actually do have the time. We just have to say no to this and set boundaries. Yeah, we do have to say, okay, stop. Let me take care of me. So this is good. And I'm telling you, the world will not come to an end. Because I used to think, <laughs> well, this is not going to get done in this right mm-hmm. then and there. No, okay. So, but we're women. We're a wonderful being. It's going mm-hmm. to happen. If we want something to happen, it's going to happen. So you can make time for yourself to happen. Yeah. But you got to That could be the hardest part for us as women, the way we are. Well, Nikki, seeing you and listening to your story, it's really inspiring and it motivates me to like, okay, let me sit down. Let me take a few minutes for myself and really think about what would feed me. You know, what can I do? And really schedule the time to do it and, you know, incorporate better time management so that I can take care of myself. Yeah. 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 Can I say this too? Oh, sure. Sure. And when you do that, watch your circle, your immediate circle around you begin to change Mm. in a positive way. 
And and when I say that, meaning, so my circle is my clients, because when I'm doing better, if I'm the center, in a sense, so I'm the mother, so I'm the center of the house, right? Mm -hmm. And my job, I'm the owner. So I'm the Mm -hmm. center of everything. So when we're right and when we're good, you will notice your own family and your clients, something is giving off where they're going to start taking care of themselves. And you'll just know they're going to come to you with these amazing stories like, and all you did was just change you. You didn't even preach or say too much. You're just going to notice your circle around you is going to change. Mm-hmm. in a great and positive way. Wow. Yeah. Terrific. That is wonderful. Well, listeners, please start to get a self routine together. I know I am. Mm-hmm. Gail and I actually have been to the spy you were referencing, Nikki, here in mm-hmm. Maryland that has okay. all of these healing waters with mm-hmm. the steam bath and all of that. Mm-hmm. And it's an incredible experience. And we actually have put together a adventure at the spa, which you can come with Gail and I on March 20th. So if you want any information on that, you can email us at blackadditadventures at gmail.com, or you can go to our Facebook group, Black Addit Vibe Tribe. You can find information there. And we would be happy to see you all there starting to think about how to build this routine. Gail, mm-hmm. any final thoughts? Yeah, Nikki, this has been eye-opening. Like I said, the time that I came for an appointment and you know we were catching up and you were telling me about how your life has changed now that you've mm-hmm. had a self-care routine. I was like, we've got to bring you on this podcast oh, to talk about this because you. it's so important. We have all, mm-hmm. you know, said, oh, sure, we do self-care. I get my nails done, get my hair done. But like you said, that's mm-hmm. not self-care. It's yeah. a mess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, for everybody out there, man, woman, child, mm-hmm. make sure <laughs> you incorporate a routine. So Nikki, tell us where we can find you. You have the wonderful shop Nikki's place in Salon Plaza, but how can people get in touch with you? Um, you can, my business is on Instagram, Nikki's underscore play salon. And then you can call 301-237-3218. Great. Thank you, Nikki. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Mm-hmm.